this is Kelly Francis with the Double Trouble Podcast. Today I'm recording on a new microphone that Dan got me for our anniversary, so I hope it comes out sounding better than the old one. I've been complaining a little bit recently that the one I've been using, which was just one we had laying around, has been having some trouble, and it kind of depends what room I use it in, I guess, because of the, the acoustics in the room. So anyway, he got me this, and um, it's actually headphones and a microphone, which I think is the way you're supposed to podcast. <laughs> so hopefully it'll come out a little better. Um, so tonight was pretty trying for me. Dan's actually out, so I was here by myself with the girls, which is always tough, especially trying to do bath time by myself, and you know everything's just a little different and harder, of course. And I've been sick all week, so to start off with, I'm feeling pretty run down and tired, but... The girls have caught it now, and they were both very runny-nosed today, and especially this evening, it was really getting to them, I think partially just because they were tired, and I don't know if it's getting worse, I'm hoping it's not getting worse, I'm hoping that they're near the end of it, but they both just really had stuffy noses and were unhappy, and right when I was feeding them their bottles before bedtime, they just both got really upset at the same time, and it made me really upset because I could only hold one at a time, I can only comfort one at a time. And usually when they're upset like that, one will back off. But I think, you know, they were just really upset. This wasn't like a, an emotional thing. They were not feeling well, you know what I mean? It just, it was very hard. I started crying. <laughs> and it just makes me sad because I, I couldn't be there for both of them. So I did finally get them down. And then about a half hour later, Allegra started crying. And thank heaven, Ramsey stayed asleep during that. But she was sniffling a lot and she's sleeping but she was having a hard time breathing like I could hear her breathing and it made me sad and poor Allegra she was trying to breathe through her nose and it was like she would have to catch her breath and open her mouth and breathe through her mouth like it was you know bothering her to have to breathe that way it felt very bad for her but I did finally get her down also so hopefully they'll make it through the night we'll see what happens I don't like it when they're sick and they, this is only really the second time they've really been sick like this the first time they were six weeks old and that was really scary especially because like you know they're only breathing through their nose at that point so <laughs> it was a lot scarier for them to have stuffy noses but I don't like it you know they're just they seem so helpless to me in this stage but hopefully we'll get past it quickly so as I said earlier I've been very sick this week I don't really know where I caught it from but it's just basically a cold but a really bad cold and I thought okay I got a cold you know, I'll give her in a day or two. And I think probably that it got worse and, you know, really pretty bad because I've been run down and I think this was partly my body's way of saying, like, you need to slow down. This past weekend, you know, we had a ton of stuff. We went, we had Thanksgiving on Thursday and then on Friday we went Christmas tree cutting with my parents. And then on Saturday we had a dinner party with friends that we took the girls to. And it was just, you know, a lot. It was too much. We shouldn't have done so much. So Saturday afternoon actually started with a sore throat. And then Sunday I was feeling really run down. And I thought, oh, thank heaven it's Sunday and I can relax. But Monday, Dan usually works from home and he actually had to go into the office. And it was horrible Monday. I just laid on the couch all day. And I thought, okay, well, this is the worst of it. And it just kept getting worse and worse with every day. And finally, yesterday I started on the upswing and today I'm feeling significantly better so I'm getting there but geez it took me a whole week to get over this and that's 
pretty abnormal for me. I think I'm just, I'm pushing it too much. It's been hard. And for whatever reason, you know, like emotionally it got to me today because I was dealing with the sick girls and uh, it's been hard. So today, I guess as a trade-off for Dan getting to go out this evening, I went out and my real goal was to go to Joanne Fabric to get some red fleece because I wanted to make uh, stockings. And the reason I wanted to make stockings was because I'd like them all to match and I want to be able to add to them in the future if we have any more kids. And that's probably retarded and anal of me. And I remember growing up, <laughs> my family, we all had like completely unmatching different stockings. It was funny, but it was neat. You know, everybody had their own little personal one. So I'm not sure how attached to this concept I am. And maybe God's trying to tell me something because I get to join fabrics and they have no red fleece. They have every other color in the rainbow, no red fleece. And I asked the woman, I'm like, do you have any? Do you have it like behind the counter? I thought maybe, you know, everybody's getting red fleece because it's Christmas and they, you know, they had been cutting it all day. So it was just sitting there and she's like, can you believe we are completely out? And she was assuming it was because of Christmas also. So anyway, I didn't end up with them. And then I went and looked at the stockings that they had and I wasn't really thrilled with any of the ones they had. So I don't know, you know, and it's not like huge necessity that we have them this year so I don't know what I'm gonna do but it's a little sad I was a little excited about making them but the other thing I'm gonna do is I think I talked on the last podcast about how Allegra is really obsessed with tags on stuffed animals well my friend said that she made she took like burp cloths and then she sewed ribbons to them so that she had like tons of tags for the kids to play with because her son was really into tags also and Somehow, I was on the web looking at stuff, and I ran across this company called Taggies that makes that. <laughs> they make little blankets that have, it's just like pieces of ribbon on them. And they make all kinds of stuff. They make, like, stuffed animals with the tags on them and little travel size ones <laughs> that, like, go on your key ring. But they're expensive. <laughs> so I decided, oh, I can make my own. And actually, we have, we use for burp cloths, we use cloth diapers, like the square cloth diapers and they're cushy brand which I really love these cloth diapers they're they're like 100% cotton like the old school kind of uh, cloth diapers they're not like the new cloth diapers that I feel like that are kind of sold just for burp cloth purposes that I don't really like as much they they're kind of rough so anyway we have a whole bunch of these burp cloths and our one dog Indy has chewed a whole bunch of them <laughs> like especially in the early days when we were using burp cloths a lot more they were spitting up a lot more they were all you know we were less organized they were all over everywhere and Indy would chew on them if they had been spit up on you know because he liked the taste I guess so a bunch of them have holes in them and they're chewed on chewed on the end so I thought I would use some of the chewed up ones and cut off the chewed off portions so they'll be smaller and then sew them back up with the ribbons on them. So I got some ribbons at Joan Fabrics, pretty cool, and these little buttons that are like different shapes, like little flowers and bumblebees and little baby bottles and stuff. So I thought that I'll either sew them on or maybe lace the ribbon through them. Somehow, you know, I've got to make them sturdy on there so that they don't fall off and the babies eat them. <laughs> but I thought it would be neat to have them on there also. So I'm looking forward to doing that. I think that'll be fun. And as I was out, there happened to be at the show in Fabrics, there was a Petco next to it. And Dan and I have decided that for Christmas we wanted to get the girls an aquarium. 
And I can't really remember why we came up with this idea, but we were talking about it on the way to the doctor the other week. And then we got to the doctor's office. He had an aquarium, which was brand new, in the doctor's office. And the girls were, like, way into this. I thought it was really cool. So that was kind of the clincher. We just decided, okay, we're getting an aquarium. And then, actually, at this dinner party we were at last weekend, they have two big aquariums with, like, big crazy fish. So I was talking to them about, like, how much maintenance is the aquarium? And Because I've had a fish before and killed a lot of fish before because <laughs> I don't think I'm good at it. Um, but he was like, really? They're self-sufficient. You just got to get one of those little sucker fish, get a really good filter, and it'll be fine. So anyhow, I was out, and I had the time, and I went to Petco, and I talked to the woman about what would be a low-maintenance aquarium, and what kind of fish to get, and on and on. And she gave me all this spiel about, like, to get the aquarium first and fill it with the water and let the water balance out. So I got all the aquarium and all the rocks and everything today. And then she said to let it, let the water run and do its thing for, like, a couple days before you introduce any fish into it so that the water's, like, stable. I don't know. Something with the nitrogen's got to get in there or something. So that's what we're going to do. I'm excited about it. It's it seems like as I was talking to her, she's like, oh yeah, you got to do this, and then you got to do this. And I'm like, is this too much work for me? <laughs> but um, I'm hoping that it will really, once we get it started, it will run itself. We'll see how it goes. So but that's really what we're getting them for Christmas. We may get them a couple little things or something, but you know, like they even have any idea what Christmas is. Um, and we have enough junk. And they don't seem really all that interested in anything these days except for climbing on things. And if I could find a really great climbing toy, I would buy it. But I can't find anything that really is what I want. <laughs> My mom's getting them a like gym mat for Christmas for like tumbling on, which is cool. And I think probably will actually have more use the older they get. But like I can't come up with any other toys or anything. I keep looking online. We did see one thing. I think it was a Toys R Us. It's called like the Caterpillar. And it's this huge plastic tunnel thing with little holes for their feet to go in. And it says it's for ages like three and up. But honestly, I could see Ramsey on this thing. And even Allegra. But it's like 300 bucks for, I don't know. I'm guessing it's got a six to eight foot section of it. And I'm like, 300 bucks? I don't know that I can justify that. So, I don't know. I keep imagining in my mind what I'd like is a three foot by three foot square that's maybe like six inches high that's covered in carpet, like a big step. <laughs> but I see nothing like that. I don't know. And Ramsey, meanwhile, she's left to her own devices. She will like turn things over and climb halfway up on top of the fire truck and then climb halfway up on top of the Intelli table and get up on the window ledge and she really likes to climb around and I'd like to have something safe for her to climb on rather than like misusing all these toys but we'll see and of course I pull out big king size pillows and big stuffed animals and stuff that I have but you know she doesn't want to have anything to do with that I think she really does like doing the dangerous thing so I'm not even sure if we got a toy that was safe if she'd use it so, but I did want to talk about that, you know, Dan gave me this time to go out this afternoon by myself, which is way nicer. Ugh, I can't even imagine going out shopping with the girls these days. <laughs> but while I'm out, I always feel like I need to get back, I need to get back. I just feel guilty and stressed out about staying out long time. And it doesn't even seem to matter to me 
who it is that's watching the kids. I just feel like, I don't know, like I'm not doing my duty, like I'm not doing my job because my job is to stay home and look after the girls. I know that sounds stupid and I definitely, you know, feel like I deserve a break every once in a while, but I don't know. I can't shake that feeling. I don't know. It's so frustrating because it's not a break to me when I'm thinking about how I need to get back the whole time. I don't know. I need to work on that. So speaking of Dan, one cool thing that the girls have started doing is they like get excited when Dan comes home and you know they get all smiling da 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 <laughs> and uh Allegra even I, I have no idea if this is totally coincidental or what of course I choose to believe this not but <laughs> um I feed them their second meal like their second food finger food real meal of the day at 4 or 4.30 now. And Dan usually comes home between 5 and 6.30. Kind of depends on the day. So, but it's usually somewhere around when they're eating or shortly after when they eat. And Allegra has started, when she finishes that meal, she'll get like all happy and go, dad, 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 And I, I'm assuming it's because she knows that dad's coming up soon, but I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. But it is neat when he comes in, they, they get very excited. And Today when I came home from going out, you know, like peeked my head around. They were very excited to see me. That's really cool. And in the mornings, they get really excited, especially Ramsey. I like her because you get the smile and she's happy to see you. But Ramsey will like scream with delight. It's so cute. <laughs> and so like when you go in at nap time, and usually when they wake up from nap time, they're giggling at each other and dancing around in their cribs and stuff. And Ramsey is, has always thrown pacifier out in the middle of the room and now she started throwing they sleep with these little like blankies with stuffed animal heads on them (laughs) so she'll throw that into the middle of the room because their cribs are on opposite sides of the room from each other but they're you know they're facing each other so what I'm trying to decide is if she's just throwing them out of her crib to see what's going to happen or if she's trying to throw them to Allegra (laughs) and then she'll squeal and squeal when she actually sees you it's really cool so what else they started to fight their naps a little bit, it seems like. You put them in for nap, and if they're really ready, they'll just kind of conk out. But if and, and I've started, Ramsey's really been trying to fuss, and she'll stand up and shake the crib and, and scream at you and crying her eye. You know, it's pretty rough. And Allegra usually, I mean, she's, she's a happy, good baby, so she usually will kind of do what you want. You put her in the crib, and she's kind of like, all right, it's nap time. Plus, I think she likes sleeping. But <laughs> So I've started with Ramsey. I'll just definitely get her settled in the crib. And if she stands up and does that scream thing, I just lay her back down and I tuck her in, give her the little blanky thing, turn on their aquariums, and then I leave the room quickly and shut the door behind me. And I think she's gotten the pick. It took me like a week or two of this to, to really get her into the groove. But I think she's gotten the idea. Once I leave the room and shut the door, I'm not coming back. So if I get out of the room before she stands up and screams then we're cool because she doesn't expect me to come back in, you know, so she's not trying to get my attention anymore. But now she doesn't do the screaming thing anymore, but she will stay awake and she'll play. So sometimes they go in for nap time and 10, 15 minutes later, I hear these giggles because they're kind of giggling back and forth at each other and playing. And I'm starting to wonder if, and I guess we are starting to wonder, I mean, Dana and I have been talking about, you know, should we be splitting them up at least for nap time? into different rooms because it seems like 
the one is keeping the other up. And sometimes it's definitely Allegra's the culprit. So if we split them in separate rooms, would maybe at least one of the babies sleep? I don't know. And maybe it doesn't matter because they end up sleeping longer at another nap time. But I don't know. I don't know what's the best thing. And I don't really want to split them up into separate rooms all the time. <laughs> mainly because we only have three bedrooms. So once we do that, we're sunk if we have another kid. <laughs> then we have to move. Because I think putting them back together after having them split up is going to be difficult. But I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. I'd like to try and fight that as long as possible. Like, you know, years if possible. So something else I've really started working on now, and I've talked about it a lot, is this baby sign language. Dan is into the baby sign language, and he's been wanting to do it for a while. And I've heard a lot and read a lot about it. And what we've read is that you really should wait to try and introduce the baby sign language until they can do something else. Now, they've been doing this high-five trick forever, for months now, but that's kind of it. We haven't gotten them to wave bye-bye or hi or anything. But over the past couple weeks, it seems like we're having a change in focus, especially with Ramsey has gotten more verbal, and it seems like they both, as they're playing or whatever, or they're eating, they will just kind of mess with their words and babble a little. And I don't know, Ramsey seems to be concentrating and focusing more on me when I talk. So I feel like we're getting to the point where we might be able to get through to them. So I got Dan for his birthday another baby sign language book. He had one that was just a book. And this one actually has flashcards with it. And then we just bought on eBay, we bought two DVDs. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to really introduce this and so I've been reading the sign language book and we've been looking at a couple of websites there's some websites that have like video of people doing the sign language that's pretty cool because the books it's really hard to like look at a picture and understand what the heck they're talking about like how you do the movement or whatever so I've been practicing some we've been working on diaper bottle mama and dada we've been doing mama and dada for a long time they're not getting it <laughs> which is why I've been a little reluctant to continue on with other words but what else have I tried more all gone so anyway I'm trying to introduce them I'm trying to be more regular with it we'll see what happens it would be cool and you know I've heard some downsides to doing the sign language is that you could potentially be deterring their speech because since they know how to sign why would they talk but when you actually read the websites, of course the pro sign language websites, they say that the studies showed that the kids actually start to talk sooner when they learn the sign language. And I guess the theory is that they've figured out that they can communicate with you, so they're just going to try different ways to communicate. And actually, I had read about somebody in the next town over that was teaching this to little babies, and it was in their little local newspaper. So I went online and found the article. And my pediatrician is interviewed in that article, which I didn't pick up on before. <laughs> and he is very pro the sign language for that reason, that it helps babies communicate and it decreases their frustration. So anyway, we'll, we'll keep plugging away at it and see how it goes. I feel like they're really starting to become toddlers and not just babies now. And I don't know. They're understanding a lot more and that it's not just about like the daily maintenance of them anymore. It's not just about feeding them and diapering them and cuddling them. We're starting to get to the point where we're teaching them and not just words but also having to say no. I find myself, especially to Ramsey, having to say no. You know, she just wants to get everything, get into everything. She's not supposed to. She wants to climb on things she's not supposed to. She wants to steal things from Allegra. And I find myself saying no to her more and more. And I'm trying to be 
better about it. Like when I first started with the no stuff, I think that I guess my taking care of the dogs was kicking in. And I was like, you know, I was saying it very sternly like no and and not having some compassion for her because you know she doesn't get it she doesn't understand and it is really like a teaching thing so I'm trying to say no less often and and guide her away from things and be a little bit more compassionate I think in general I'm not necessarily the most compassionate person on the planet so (laughs) hopefully I'll I'll learn a little bit more compassion through dealing with them but it is kind of neat that I feel like we're starting to get through to them and and teaching them some stuff. Okay, so things that are new with Ramsey. She um, <laughs> is getting more and more sneaky. That Like the other day, she she always wants the remote. And of course, we have this like old remote that we had in the basement, and we gave that to her. She has zero interest in that remote, I think because we don't use that remote. She wants the real remote. <laughs> The one that we always use. And it's got to be just because we use it. So the other day, it's laying on the couch next to Dan. And she's on the couch with Dan. And Dan's, you know, doing something, not paying attention. The next thing you know, Ramsey has grabbed the remote and crawled, like, to the other end of the couch so that she's not within anybody's reach. She turns around and she starts pointing the remote to the TV. (laughs) Like, she's figured out you're supposed to do that. And she took the remote away so that she was far enough away that somebody couldn't grab it out of her hands right away. And I thought that was very sneaky. And then five minutes later, I had given Allegra this, we've got like this stuffed animal with little teethers. The hands are teethers and you put it in the freezer so it gets cold. And Allegra has been teething like crazy. She's got four teeth now, the top two and the bottom two right in the front. And she's been crying a lot, especially at night. She's cranky and and they're hurting her. So she's been using these freezer uh, teethies. So anyway, she's using it, and Ramsey, in typical Ramsey style, wants to steal it from Allegra just because Allegra has it, not because she really wants it. And Dan and I weren't really paying attention. Next thing you know, Ramsey's halfway across the room (laughs) with the stuffed animal, so Allegra can't get it from her. I think it's very funny. (laughs) And then the other thing she did that was so funny, we, um, for dinner one night, we were eating these little... They were like ham, green pepper, green onion, garlic, little appetizers that we had made. They had pizza dough was the outside of the little appetizers. And Allegra was kind of cranky. We were eating it in like the baby room. We were sitting on the couch. And I I gave her like a little piece of that pizza dough. And she was like all over that. That's all she wanted. So I was like, all right, whatever. I don't care. So I was giving her little pieces of the pizza dough. And Ramsey comes over. Ramsey's like a food hog. <laughs> Anytime I have food for lunch, she's over there. She wants a little piece of it. So I was giving Ramsey little pieces, giving Allegra little pieces. I feel like, oh, here I am. I'm instilling these horrible habits in these kids, just like I do with the dogs. We feed the dogs off the table also, and they're big beggars, but whatever. So anyway, I'm feeding them both these little pieces of pizza dough, and they're into it. And, um, you know, I'm kind of finished eating. Dan's finished eating. There were a couple of these little appetizers left on the plate. And Dan sits him down on the couch next to him. And the next thing you know, Ramsey crawls her little butt over there. And she just reaches up on the plate and grabs one off. And they're pretty big. They were like an inch and a half in diameter. And she like goes to shove the whole thing in her mouth. And I'm like, Ramsey, what are you doing? So I grab it out of her mouth. She still got half of it. It like ripped in half when I grabbed it from her. 
and she she ducked down into the corner of the couch. It's like a sectional, and started eating it down on the corner of the couch so that I couldn't get it away from her. It was so funny. <laughs> she's pretty hilarious. Uh, so one other thing she's been doing is we got these bunny rabbit stuffed animals from friends of ours for their christening, and they're big. They're like as big as the girls. They're like two feet tall, and pretty heavy because of that. So. You know, they're nice stuffed animals, and they're too big for them to, to hold anyway. So I had them up on the top of their bookshelf. And from Allegra's crib, if the baby went all the way to the corner, Ramsey could reach over the edge of the crib and just, just grab the foot of this one bunny, and then she'd pull it off the shelf. But then she could only hold it by the foot. It was too heavy for her to get back in. She'd cry. It was funny. And that was a couple of weeks ago before I dropped Allegra's mattress because Allegra's pulling up now in the crib. So now that Allegra's mattress is dropped, Ramsey can't do that anymore. She gets really, fr- like, I mean, she's rarely in Allegra's crib, but sometimes we do it just so they can kind of play with each other. And now she gets frustrated because she goes to that corner and she can't reach the bunny. Well, for some reason, something has clicked with her and she is in love with these bunnies. Every single time we enter or leave the bedroom, the bookshelf's like right next to the door. She looks at the bunnies and she starts giggling uncontrollably. And so now, if you go over to the bunnies, she's like, hee, and she'll grab for them. And if you take the bunny down so she can play with it, she giggles and giggles and hugs it. And it's so funny because it's just as big as she is. It's very cute. I wonder how long that's going to last. But I was actually thinking that bunny could be her first word because she's so into it. And I've been repeating it, bunny, bunny, bunny. And it almost seems like she's trying to say it. I mean, she doesn't have the B sound at all. and But she's saying like a two-syllable babble (laughs) after I say it so I wonder if she's kind of trying to put that together and the other thing today she was playing with my buttons on my shirt they both really like to play with buttons and for a long time I've been saying with the play with the buttons I'll say button button and today it seemed like she was trying to say it and same thing you know she doesn't have the b sound she doesn't you know she's not saying the right sounds at all but it she's talking with me as we're looking at the button and giggling and It's really cool. I just feel like she's totally getting it now. And it may be a while before she actually gets the word, but she's understanding that, like, this word means this object, you know? So what's new with Allegra is that she has four teeth now. Very cool. And, like, that top tooth is so big. It's so neat. She looks like she's a little kid now. I really think it's cute. It's definitely been bugging her, and not to a horrible extent. She's not waking up in the middle of the night or anything, but... It bugs her during the day. It makes me sad. She is a really bad eater these days. I mean, she'll eat, but she doesn't seem to like to, to do the finger food stuff as much. She loves doing it with things that she loves, like cereal or um, I'm trying to think of something else she really loves. Well, we've given them like waffles. She loves the waffles. You know, anything sugary or like those Zweebok toast or whatever. But... These days, I've been feeding them for dinner things like chicken and peas and like cut up pieces of cheese and bananas and apples, like all cut up, you know, like little pea-sized pieces of food. And she's just like, when she first starts eating, she'll feed herself like when she's starving. But then that's it. She She'll cry. She just looks at me and cries. And if I come over and feed it to her with my fingers, she's fine. But she doesn't want to feed herself, which is just, like, weird. And I was telling my sister this, and she's like, are you kidding me? 
I've never had that problem. <laughs> she said, the only problem I have is that my kids like refuse to take anything by the spoon. They want to feed themselves. So, but luckily, Ramsey's a great eater. So, <laughs> Ramsey will sit there and eat her whole meal, and I can sit and pay attention to Allegra. So, at least I'm not like trying to fight with the two of them. But it's really kind of funny. <laughs> She's also definitely more picky about the food. She She's not a big pea fan. And peas are really easy, you know, like, really easy for me to make for them. So I've been giving them a lot of peas. And she, I have to give them to her first when she's hungry. If she's not hungry, she will pretty much refuse the peas. She closes her mouth tight. And then I'll start playing games, you know, like, and, and I'll go like, beep, 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 beep. Or I'll sing for her or make her giggle, and then she opens her mouth, and I'll stick the food in. So I can usually trick her into taking a bite or two. Well, now she's started, if I trick her into it, she'll spit the food back out again. <laughs> Which is hard not to laugh at, but I don't know. I'm, I'm working on her. I'm trying to try some different kinds of foods. Like, Dan just got grapes the other day, and I cut the grapes up into little pieces. And they really like the grapes, I guess, because they're sweet. So I'm trying to mix it up a little. It was funny. Today, Ramsey ate. She just kept eating and eating and eating at dinner. She didn't want to get down. She wanted more and more food. And she had grapes and bananas and chicken and peas and an animal cracker. (laughs) And just like, she kept asking for more food. It was funny. I really think it's neat now that they're at the point where we can kind of just feed them whatever we're eating. I mean, obviously within reason, we can't give them peanuts. Oh, speaking of which, Dan was saying that some of the fast food joints cook their french fries in peanut oil which I guess makes sense I never really thought about it but so he was like you know we probably should at least look it up online before we go to McDonald's and give them french fries which is the staple food for little babies isn't it you go to McDonald's and give them french fries that makes me so sad so I guess I'll just have to do my research and make sure that you know wherever we're going we're not introducing peanuts into their world it's funny my uh you know, everybody's so hyper about the peanuts thing these days. My sister, so she is a three-year-old. He's actually almost four now and a one-year-old. And she called me up hyperventilating the other day because it was like a month or two ago because she'd given the baby a little piece of peanut butter and jelly sandwich because she'd made it for the older kid and he was kind of asking for it. So she's like, okay, here you go. And not thinking like, oh God, it's peanuts. <laughs> and he was fine. So what does that mean? I mean, does she still have to avoid peanuts now? Or does that mean the kid's cool? I don't know. I guess that's a question for the pediatrician. I would think the kid's cool, but who knows? So anyway, what was I talking about? Well, okay, so Allegra, something else she does think is so cute is when we walk with them, they'll hold our hands and walk. I go walk, 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 walk as they take steps. And Allegra, like Ramsey, she's like, okay, let's go. And she'll she'll walk faster and faster, especially she's excited about where she's going. Like if she sees one of the dogs, she gets real excited or whatever. Um, Allegra's like, walk, walk, walk. And then I think she likes it when I say walk, walk. So she'll stop and she looks up at me. And then she'll wiggle her legs like she's dancing. And I started saying, dilly dally, dilly dally. <laughs> And then I think she likes it when I say that, which makes it even worse. She's such a dilly-dallier. It's so hilarious. Just completely different motivation from Ramsey. And my friend up the street that has the twin boys, we went on a walk with her around the neighborhood once. And so she has three boys, the twin boys and then an older brother. Well, the oldest boy and one of the twins are keeping up with us and even, even leading us, you know, ahead of us. 
Well, the one twin is back, and he keeps getting further and further behind. And he, like, stops and looks around, and she's like, come on, come on. <laughs> and she calls him Pokey because he's so slow. And that is so going to be Allegra. It is so funny. <laughs> she just, you know, wants to stop and smell the roses, really, pretty much. <laughs> so something else she does that's real cute is that She's started really dancing when music comes on. She, it doesn't really seem to matter. She can be kind of on the floor and she'll get up on all fours and she'll rock back and forth like she was trying to crawl like before she could crawl. And when she's standing up, she'll, she'll kind of bend her knees and bounce up and down. But it's usually when music comes on or if I start singing, she'll do it. It's really cute. And her other, uh, I don't want to say annoying thing, but she's really gotten separation anxiety. She doesn't want to be it's not even just like she doesn't want to be held by strangers but a friend of mine came over today and we were hanging out with the kids and she was like not sure about this woman and didn't want to be really away from me didn't even really want her to look at her you know an hour or so gone by and Allegra definitely warmed up she was cool she was like she was tickling her son's feet and she's like oh look isn't it funny he likes his feet tickled and then she went to tickle Allegra's feet and Allegra gave her this look like what are you doing <laughs> it's sad I mean I think it's normal and and actually it's kind of comforting and nice like I kind of enjoy it that I'm the person that she feels safe with but um you know I'm trying to <laughs> make her a self-sufficient person and I want her to be able to go to strangers so uh at least you know Dan and I were talking the other day at least we're not dealing with that we have to drop them off at daycare and they're really sad about it so maybe we can get through this separation phase (laughs) I'm sure that that is hard at any point but especially when the separation stuff kicks in that's got to be much harder (laughs) so all right, well, I actually hear the girls fussing, I guess, because there's still stuffy news, so I've been talking for a while anyway. So please feel free to drop me a line at doubletroublepodcast at gmail.com or check out my website at doubletroublepodcast.blogspot.com. Talk to you soon.